0: Here we are, hitting up events, drinking our way through Chicago beer, and trying not to miss a thing.
1: Yeah, cause you know, got a cork popped out, boom! It flies like fucking like 10 feet, we're like, yeah, let's do it! You know,
0: all you have to do is add some fruit, stir it up,
1: and ride that milkshake wave. Whenever I see him, I gotta take a photo with the most decorated brewer in Chicago, Jonathan Cutler. It'll be like the stuff you hear, you ever go to, every time you go to Floyd's, all the music sounds like this girl. Raw, raw, raw. <laughs>
0: Sometimes you want a small beer, but really, you want a big beer.
1: You got to take in all those big, aromatic hops.
0: Hey, what are you doing this weekend? Waiting in line for a bottle release?
1: Should have never been a fad. The Black IPA is delicious.
0: Hey, and welcome to Chicago Beer Pass. I'm Brad Chalewski. Brad, what's up,
1: man? I'm Nick White.
0: We're, uh, we're going to the moon. Summer's summer's over, and we're going to the moon.
1: Um, junior astronaut juice. Yeah. From Illuminated Brewworks.
0: Right. Um, I went there and picked this up. I'll get into that in a minute. But th- I believe there is a regular astronaut
1: juice, right? That's what it implies, right?
0: But this is a double dry hop. So yeah. Wouldn't the junior not be double?
1: Um, this looks like it says lower gravity with the same hop schedule and the same late hop strategy. Okay, so exact same beer, smaller ABV. I like that. Yeah, hmm. you know, because this is refreshing, and if it were any bigger, it probably wouldn't be, it would saturate your yeah. everything, right?
0: Yeah, it'd be too just, yeah, too intense. I don't know, just. Everything about it. this feels like almost the hazy juiciness you want, but just mellow. Like I don't know, you could have two of them without being like, I guess I should drink that lager now.
1: Yeah, and then the you know those hazies, if you don't drink them right away, the warmer they get, it feels like they get even heavier. You know, yeah. So this is all the flavor of a hazy, none of the guilt. Like nice. They- <laughs> <laughs> nice approachable hazy with a ton of hot flavor yeah you know
0: yeah that was one of the one of the reasons i picked it up because it was also towards the six percent which i think a lot of beers had gotten a little too big as the hazy stuff took over and they've started to come back down hard as people are switching off of beer uh, moving to other things or just non-alcoholic stuff so beer had to like come down a little bit
1: yeah um because that was a Hallmark for a long time, right? Do these big, crazy beers and get noticed. But now every, I think the more you're into it, the more fatigued you get for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. So, Because
0: you buy a four-pack of a 9% beer, it's sitting in that fridge for probably longer than it should. Yeah, 6% beer, probably it's going to go.
1: Yeah. Yeah, this is nice, man. I do enjoy this one. I noticed in tiny print on the can... um, Brewed and packaged by the Great Central Brewing Company of Chicago. Oh,
0: so Great Central isn't going away. They? Great
1: Central is alive. <laughs> alive on the moon.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, I picked up these cans. I went out to uh, illuminate it.
1: What was that? I want to say like Norwood Park, maybe? Norwood Park, which is Chicago? I mean, technically it's in city limits.
0: It's as much of the city as Alarmist is, I guess. Uh,
1: yeah right then the northwest side has a has a different feel in front of the rest of the city yeah but to be fair i mean wicker park kind of feels like its own thing too i was riding through there and i'm like this feels this doesn't feel like anything else right. but that feels
0: more city even up here in urban park it's a little like that in between like Homes city and burb kind of thing
1: that's true even though wicker park is feels different it doesn't feel less city right when you're in Norwood park you're like where the hell am i
0: yeah, I parked on a street and I was like, I don't know if I can park here because there's literally no signs. Yeah. Like,
1: not even like. No stop, no railroad, yeah.
0: no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Really I guess this is okay. I probably should go on a street that says like no parking after, you know, before seven or something just yeah. to safe. But my car yeah. it was okay. Good. Uh, <laughs> and Illuminated is one of those breweries where. So I feel like I don't always gravitate to. I've had their beers over the years at festivals, at events. Nothing has, like, wowed me enough to, like, seek them out. Not that it's bad. It's just like, eh. It's a little bit of, yeah, those are good. And they're not my neighborhood brewery, so I don't feel inclined to go to get your stuff.
1: Yeah, kind of... um... Almost, dare I say forgotten. I think I said that earlier. But I did, I was excited to see them at the uh, the last Friday Night Flights of last year. with The okay. one that was outside of like Dovetail and Beguile. They were there and I'm like, same thing. I'm like, oh, I never have your stuff. Let me try it. You know, so I was excited in that respect. But, okay. you know. Yeah. It's, um, I guess it's a neighborhood thing, right? I guess. They were, weren't they down there by uh like Goose and, and, uh. And all that stuff. What I are feel. They like for I, f- a minute? I thought they were down there at one point. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, because remember they were saying. Um, somebody was saying, I think it was Clint from Lake Effect that uh, IBW I- I- would do these crazy bonfires. You know. Oh. Down by. Uh, were they over roof. by Salvage One? I think so. Yeah. Whatever that district's called, you know. Yeah, I think they were over there. Oh, yeah. Okay. And then they got their space up up here. Okay. Yeah. Well, so they had to clearly have a following, right?
0: I guess so. Yeah. Um, I'm driving up there, so just on my way there, I pass like this Jamaican jerk place that looked pretty interesting, hmm. and then I drive by a
1: full-on biker bar. This is straight <clears throat> out of the movies. Like some Sons of Anarchy shit.
0: Yeah, like thirty bikes, a bunch of guys in leather standing outside, like they're just waiting for like the comical someone like bump into the bikes and, and knock them they're...
1: all over. Kind of. I was like. This these
0: places are real.
1: You saw an actual biker gang. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then yeah. I was like, I wonder if I can ride my electric bike to this bar.
1: Oh, and and just
0: be and kinda like
1: Just be a biker be a, dude.
0: Be a you know, not a full full member, but like a
1: I it's, don't know. Like, you're gonna walk in and it's gonna be like the needle skipped on the record and everyone's just gonna turn their head and stare at you. <laughs> and you be like, Hey guys
0: Hey uh, I'm roll my bike <laughs> Uh, but then, yeah, drive it up to illuminate it. They're in like sort of this parking lot, and there's like a wine bar. Right. That's way more prominent than they are. And I'm walking up after I park my car because the direction said I was there. And I was like,
1: Is that? the place or where is it and then it's like a strip mall but with only like three things in it yeah and one of them's like a car wash right a car wash (laughs) a wine bar and a brewery yeah it's the smallest strip mall ever and
0: then the lobster I don't know lobster truck was there blocking
1: oh Happy Lobster
0: yeah it was blocking the sign or whatever for it and I was like oh okay once I like got past the food truck I was like okay and I was like you look in there when you're walking in, and you have to turn down a hallway. But I looked, and I was like, oh, is this, like, just a, a room? Like, I, I was, like, expecting it to be way – it ended up being bigger or what I thought it was. But when I walked up, I was like, oh, this might literally just be, like, three stools, and you get beer to go. I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I thought I was going to be able to sit here for a while. You just, it's blocked by, like, wood and everything, so you go down a little hallway to get in there. And then you're in what would be someone's garage.
1: Yeah. Right? Uh, If if someone had a bar in their garage. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And they're blasting, I want to say they're blasting metal at the time when I walked in. Kids were running around, and so this felt like the most neighborhood brewery i have ever been to
1: yeah they must be on to something um they have a collab with city winery i saw that in cans the one mm. time i went
0: okay i didn't notice
1: um, that yeah and i think i was there they did a uh mocktoberfest so it was like a uh if you were a turtleneck you got a beer oh funny and the, the, uh there's like a ron bergen ds character on their oktoberfest can. okay yeah so i was there for some oktoberfest thing yeah. I was like, okay. it, but it felt like there's a lot of um, unusual symbolism in this joint, you know?
0: Yeah, I think you described it as
1: cult, cult-like. <laughs> I'm like, if I go to this pisser and I'm not back in five minutes, you got to come find me. Yeah. You know, like, I, I don't know what what's going on in the basement type shit, you know?
0: I didn't, I didn't go in any rooms <laughs> because I had my laptop with me, so I was like... Just kind of chilling. I was waiting for the wife. She was at dinner with some friends. And I was like, well, I'll just go up here. So I was just doing some work. And yeah. so I was like, well, I can't leave my laptop. I don't, I don't trust these Norwood Park folks in this, <clears throat>
1: in this garage. Yeah, I'm, not in, the, I'm <laughs> not in the business of leaving my laptop anywhere.
0: Yeah. No. I would leave my beer, but I wouldn't leave
1: my laptop. I'm taking my laptop. <laughs> yeah. Some people are friendly like that. They'll be like, well, you watch my laptop for me. And I'm like, I mean, yeah, that's cool. That's never something I've wanted to do, though. Okay. For me, that's just like opening your laptop on like a CTA. Like I think the Metra, you drink beer, you open your laptop on a CTA. Not so much, but people do it. Right, people do it. I I, I don't think I can do that kind it's of shit. Those
0: stuff. people, yeah, they you get their this life.
1: fucking thing snatched. Yeah, <laughs> quick, sir. <laughs> uh,
0: this is a cool spot. The bar or the bar menu is kind of written in chalk, and I had a real hard time reading this. Really. But I went with the lager first. They do have a QR code, which helped later. And they had uh, uh, someone running around like getting drinks for people not directly at the bar because I sat adjacent to the bar. I had the lager. I had some other, I think, citra pale ale. They were both
1: tasty. I wonder, um, they must be selling a lot of beer if they scaled it up at fucking Great Central. That's all I I did.
0: It was busy. There was multiple dogs in there. Dogs and kids. And kids. Man, that, that they found their tribe. And then, I don't know the movie, whatever movie they were watching. They were watching Zoolander. <laughs> that ended, and then everyone's like, "Put Clueless on. Put Clueless." Everyone's like, "This is this is a garage. Like this is everyone knows everyone at this place." Okay. And it was like, this was really cool. But it's, if I lived closer, I would go to it. But yeah. it felt like i I'm, I'm the outsider here. I'm going to leave.
1: <laughs> yeah, I've never, I've been, to I've been to Norwood Park for that place. But outside of that, I really don't know what else I would go over the Biker far. Bar. Or the Biker Bar. <laughs> yeah. And I'm sure there's other stuff. It's just a, uh, when I think of the Northwest side, I, that's what I think of. Like, that's, that's the Northwest side. Like, way far Northwest.
0: Yeah, because it's on both sides of ninety ninety four at that point. And I, yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like its own. It's like its own world kind of. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah, after Jefferson Park I sort of turn off like oh that's
1: we're done. I'm in Niles. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I I'm in fucking Morton Grove. I have no idea what's going on, right. But
0: how weird how the door park exists <laughs> here. Where are you? <laughs> yeah. So. <laughs> but it's awesome like I didn't even I forgot Illuminate was in the city. And so it's great to kind of finally make it there. And we talked about on the last episode, like going to these places that it's all about the vibe, right? You yeah. need to be part of the neighborhood. And this hit, like everything we talked about on the last episode was like, oh, these, this place succeeds because everyone here loves this place. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. I understand this place. I Not that I'll definitely be going back anytime soon, but I get why people are there.
1: Yeah. And the th- beer's good. I think that's that's part of it, right? Like the beer's good. This is a righteous can, and um, the I do like this beer a lot.
0: So that was that was my only stop, Um, besides uh, getting a Miami Vice over a Lone Wolf.
1: Tell me what Miami Vice is again? You said when you were at one of your trips, you had a Miami Vice. It's
0: a pina colada, half pina colada, half strawberry daiquiri.
1: Got you. Okay, that's funny. Sounds good.
0: It's great. It doesn't sound good. It is good. You know,
1: sound, speaking of pina coladas, I was, I was at peace this week, you know, because it was the last day of uh, the lobster pizza. Yeah, we both and, were by lobster
0: things. That's right. <laughs>
1: and, um, oh, but there's a four-top next to me, and they have what looks like tropical drinks. And, you know, I look across the board, and sure enough, man, peace is selling fucking cocktails now. Yeah, they had a pina colada on which was kind of funny, in like a pina colada-type glass. I'm like, what is what? happening here? Because it's you notice it right away. You're like, well, that's not beer, nor is that a beer glass. It looks like some shit out of you know, I don't know. So it looks like a fruity cocktail drink. So I was I was kind of surprised by that.
0: That's <laughs> that's funny. I feel like that reminds me of my sister loves strawberry daiquiris. Yeah. we will go to a place that um, I don't even know. You could go to all Chevelle. Okay, and or small or whatever, and. They'd, like, if you if they took orders or whatever, she would ask if they had a strawberry daiquiri, kind of like because she loves them so much. That's funny. It's <laughs> like no, okay. they don't have a strawberry daiquiri here. No. <laughs> um,
1: She's probably just making sure. <laughs> yeah, um, but then
0: that piece would now have this makes it. It was really
1: funny. Yeah, it's wild as hell. Um, and then they had um, some. You know, they had eight beers on. Um, one was a collab with Maplewood called Got Bozo. Okay. Then after that, they had the classics, you know, Top Heavy Half, uh, Golden Arm, the Kolsch, uh, The Weight, the Pale Ale, mm-hmm. Roadhouse, double IPA. Oh, that's yeah, good. Enough. So, a lot of classics. There was also an ESB and uh, a Pills, and a Check Pills, and a Foreign Extra Stout. Okay. Yeah, just kind of popped in for the pizza, really, and just to see what else was on, you know, because yeah. the guy was there. So, yeah, popped in there. So, cheers to them. Um, popped in the Half Acre for a second because they're doing the uh, their Wild Cove thing. Oh. Again, they just had like a handful of bottles they were selling. They brought it back? They brought it back. I'm, I, I would imagine that they're sitting on bottles. Because if they brought it back, I mean, I, and ideally you'd have it on draft and, you know, have a launch party and that kind of shit.
0: Right, and need another space or area for it.
1: Oh, uh, yeah, because mixed culture stuff, right? I think this is what they had in the reserve. Because you walk in and you go to that cooler and there's um, a ton of fader in the cooler. And then they have just in the corner section of the cooler is some... The Wild Elf stuff. Yeah, there's
0: still a lot of fader out there, even yeah. though it's gone. I tell people who have it, I'm like, oh, well, you know, it's gone, and they're like, huh? Oh. They're like, they yeah. Don't even believe that it's <laughs> gone. It's like everybody still has it, <laughs>
1: right? So, <laughs> I'm like, this can't be a, run, a new run of fader. It's got to be the, the last of the fader. But you know, um, oh yeah. So got a couple Cove beers. I think a lot of those started say signs and then they hit them with mixed culture and some fruit and maybe some oak aging kind okay. of thing. That's what I think that is. Clear bottles. They make really good like breakfast brunch beers for the weekend. So got one of those. Uh, so cheers to them. Huh. Oh, I went up to Milwaukee, man. Okay. Went up to Milwaukee to check out this uh, this new pilot project.
0: Is that a Chicago neighborhood?
1: <sighs> Milwaukee. <laughs> Chicago's nicest <laughs> suburb is, is what the kids would say. Uh, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, right up 94. Um yeah, nice little weekend getaway, man. Nice. I wouldn't say a weekend getaway. M- Milwaukee is a good day trip town. You okay. go up for a few hours, you come on back, you know. Yeah. So, um, I went up there to check out Pilot Project. So apparently they bought this place in November. So time's flying, man. I, I didn't know it was that long. That ago. was
0: the MKE. Yeah, it was
1: MKE. Yeah. So I, I haven't had MKE in, in like ten years. Yeah. So I go up there and check this place out, and dude, um, it's bizarrely like really, really large okay like i think it's like i don't know just as big as like revolution or something
0: oh shit! like
1: just a ridiculous space i'm like what the fuck is going on here you know so i think they're giving a tour and i'm asking i'm chatting up a guy who was probably the tour guide and i'm like hey man well what's going on here he's like yeah this place is so big that pilot project isn't brewing in the biggest tanks they have yet so it's a 60 barrel system and they have 60-barrel tanks, fermenter tanks. Okay. But then they also have some 180-barrel fermenter tanks.
0: But <laughs> they're like, we can't
1: even... We don't even... They don't have a plan for them yet. So I think they're contract brewing for some, uh, some like, uh, canned cocktail company. I forget which one. He mentioned it, but I'm like, I wouldn't know. Okay. Some RTD. They're sort of putting those in the big tanks. Um, Timothy O'Toole chimed in and said that they're that's where they, that's what makes their pale ale, is pilot project. Okay. Yeah. And um, this started life as a... It's right across the street from all the Paps stuff. There's like a Paps Museum and a bunch of and, uh, old Paps buildings. Okay. So this started as a uh, paps shipping and receiving building. That's what this building was. Oh, cool. Yeah. So at one point, paps was the largest brewery in the world until like, you know, 1940s. And they had 42 buildings in fucking Milwaukee. The largest brewery on the planet. This was their shipping and receiving core, this particular building. So that's why it was so big. And then I'm asking a guy, I'm like, yo, I didn't know MKE was making all this fucking beer. And he's like, "That's the problem. They had all these. They bought all these tanks. So uh, Paps left town. Paps left town in '98. MKE put all these big ass tanks in here, and then they just could never figure it out.
0: So, so they like, they went big before they like. They were like, if they if we build it, they will come, kind of thing. I think so. And yeah. It didn't and work out. They then they had to
1: sell it. That's what it sounds like. So um, so uh, Paps left in '98. MKE bought it in 2008. Put all these big ass tanks in, and then they sold it last year. Okay. So,
0: shut the pandemic fully. Like, I think that that. was the
1: nail, right? Yeah. Uh, Yeah. So that was too bad. But it sounds like Pilot Project. Um. They seem to be having a lot of fun in space, man. Food's really good, and um, I think everybody who brews down here is brewing up there. Oh, really? So, yeah.
0: Funky Town was up there? Yeah, Funky
1: Town. And this was an event. It was like some kind of local Milwaukee radio station that invited some Chicago breweries up. Okay. So, I saw Funky Town, and I saw, um, I saw Moore's. I saw Mill Day. These guys are fucking hilarious. They're making coffee now, apparently.
0: Wait, are they brewing out Pilot Project?
1: I think they're there for this event. Oh, okay. Yeah, they were there for this event. So, these were just guests. It was like half Chicago breweries and half Milwaukee breweries, all at an event at okay. Pilot Project. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, it was a good time. I'm talking to Casa Humilde. Yeah. And I'm like, well, what's up with this coffee? He's like, well, you know, we got dual citizenship. We go to Mexico and pick these beans because these are Mexican coffee beans. And I'm like, so he's like, we work with an importer, but the plan is to really just go down there and just, uh, buy straight from the source and just cut out the importer at some point. But they're, they're a roastery now. So where are they roasting? That's a good question. It's not on the bag. Maybe they're roasting that fucking, uh, (laughs) right. The bag of coffee says coffee. It says Casa Humilde Roastery, and it doesn't say, "Hey, we're roasting at." It's not like beer where it's like we're roasting at Dark Matter.
0: Well, the what's the space? What verb is the other space in?
1: Um, Wheeling.
0: Wheeling. There's that like giant room when you walk in. Mm -hmm. That's like a hostess kind of area, but then it's just merch.
1: Yeah.
0: All the beer and too much merch. Yeah shrink that down and make a roaster.
1: I mean, you can go full cafe, right? Yeah. You can go there for lunch and have some coffee. You can go there for breakfast.
0: You just get some coffee to go. People will be like, oh, I got to get back. I did lunch. I had a beer. better get a coffee to go. The wow. fucking, uh,
1: well, Peace does that bro bagel thing, right? Where they're taking grains and making bagels. Sure. I mean, right? So, saying you could do that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Huh, bro bagel sounds pretty good. They <laughs> do make a good sandwich. <laughs> yeah. Breakfast sandwich.
1: Um. Yeah, they got a nice little sidewalk thing you can order from I've been riding my bike, so I rode by Bro Bagel once. Was uh, over, okay, it was on my mind. Okay. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, so, I, you know, when you think fi, when you think of them, uh, Casa Humilde, I'm like, man, this is what Fire Rabbit could have been, you know? And right. I was, and I was like, I feel like you guys figured out what Fire Rabbit could. And he's like, we're fucking Mexican, bro. Those guys were Costa Rican. He's like, he's. I'm not saying they were trying to be Mexican. But he's like, we're just being us, you know? <laughs> <laughs> it was so it funny. Being more Mexican. <laughs> it was funny. He was like... <laughs> We're just fucking Mexican, bro. It was a, his his whole style was just super fucking chill.
0: So he felt like <laughs> they were trying to be Mexican. Well, was I, like, we, I we just are, <laughs> and so this is uh, the problem.
1: I mean, I don't know if he was speaking on behalf of them or for them. He was saying, "Listen, I don't know why they didn't work, but we we're not we're just being ourselves." Because I'm like, dude. I go to a lot of these fucking Mexican joints, little hole in the wall joints. It's Modelo, Corona and fucking Casa Milday. It's very bizarre. All these all these uh, block parties and like Pilsen, you know, they have Casa Humilde sponsoring them. Like they have a they have a wide footprint. And but you know there's a ton of Mexican neighborhoods in the suburbs and in and in Chicago. So it right. all makes sense.
0: Oh, of course. Um. But mean speaking about them and just pilot project in general, like that model is killing it that's just, like, so good for some of these breweries, like Castle Milday, they don't have a brewery. They don't need to have a brewery because they can just keep making beer out of uh, district brew yards. If they needed to scale it up, they could go to, like, Great Central or something. They don't ever need a space, and they technically have two spaces. Right. Funky Town and Moors, at some point, a pilot project is supposed to kick them out, but if people are coming to Pilot Project to get Funky Town because they keep winning awards, people keep liking them stuff. They're they're great people. Yeah. When you go to a festival and you see them, you're like, yeah. Oh man, you just seem really fun <laughs> to hang out with. Why would Pilot Project kick them out? Or like make them leave, be like, people are coming here. If you're not here, we gotta build up another
1: brand. I think Funky Town might be the most popular brand. That's ever come out of a fucking Pilot Project. I was trying to think of the other brands. Maybe the Booch, the that, Luna Booch. Luna Booch, yeah.
0: That was, but that's never be as popular as Booch. Can just it's only so big. Um,
1: what about Bobby the Booch's thing? That wasn't there, but June Shine. Yeah. yeah. Would you say Luna Booch and, and June are kind of parallel, or <laughs> uh, Luna Booch still?
0: I think June Shine's a little bigger because it's a uh, you can get it at more places, but yeah. I don't pick up hard kombucha that much. So I don't know if you're just like, I want a hard kombucha and it doesn't matter. Yeah. It's almost like a, a wine cooler. Like, oh, if it's Seagram's or if it's well, whoever else makes them, like you don't care because it's it's just sugar, sugar water or you're going for a hard booch. Like, yeah. It doesn't matter who makes it. So.
1: Yeah. I think Casa um, Humilde, uh, they were talking about their friends have a ranch in Joliet. So when they do Casa Humilde Fest, they've done it two years in a row. They just party on their friend's ranch in Joliet, so they had 1,200 people last year. <laughs> I'm just like, these guys are super fucking chill, and they're rolling, and good for them. And I, I had a barely stop from them, and um, I had like a fruited pail, I think, from them.
0: Yes, yes. That's kind of stuff that also blows my mind, where it's like, they're existing in this space where it's like, I don't, am I supporting you if I go to just a brewery yard? Like, I quit I, oh versus like, like just buying our stuff at the store. It or is like a weird thing where it's like you don't feel like you're like a Casa humilde or even a funky town like you know fan or like I go to your space, I love you guys. I think but, that's
1: so you, you hit on something important, right? These guys are winning because they're just being themselves and 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 that works for them. Yeah, but I think in their case, Casa Humilde and Funky town, you might see them push for their own space as it relates to, like, maybe the margins, right? Because right now, you know, hey, if you're brewing at, because you're not brewing your beer at brew Right, yards.
0: they're only getting so much. I
1: mean, you know, you have to, um, whatever you're making at Brew Yards, you know, you could be making more if you just brewed, your own, brewed at your own space. I, I, I mean, on paper, that's how it sounds like it would work, right? Right. So I think you'll see them get their own space based on that. But to your point, they don't really have to. They're, they're You know, they're out here. It sounds like they're both self-distributing. And they're carving their own footprint and people are responding to it.
0: But then are they sucking the oxygen from <clears throat> the other people in like district Brewery Arts? Does anyone care about Burnt City around the bend and twisted hippo or on the pilot's project? Like, like Moore's Oh,
1: uh, uh, you mean uh yeah, Funky Town. Yeah, yeah, then
0: are they taking it out of is it Moore's and Funky? No, oh, no, uh,
1: Moore's is 18th Street. Oh okay. and Funky Town is pilot project. And
0: then Funky Town at I don't even know who else is that pilot project. That's what I'm saying, right? So that's what I was, and this is what
1: I, the point I wanted to make. I think, um, I th- pilot project is supposed to be an incubator with a with a schedule, and you leave after like uh, so many months. But I don't think <laughs> I think I think Funky Town is probably staying as long as they want. Uh, that's the impression I get, right?
0: Because how do you, yeah, uh, like it becomes like a are people coming in a pilot project for Funky Town, or are they coming in because it's pilot project.
1: Right, like what are the there's the, well there's that Azadi that, and I only know that beer because you brought it once. Oh
0: yeah, the the guys oh, yeah the, guys, the, yeah, Indian. the uh, Indian guys there's like the yeah. Indian
1: lager. Um, who else? Is, oh, they do the they do Donna's pickle beer. <laughs> Donna apparently um, was eating a pickle and Mick Jagger called her on stage and she kissed Mick Jagger who had been drinking beer. Now she's making Donna's pickle beer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. But yeah,
0: just yeah, but. Random thoughts on it all.
1: Yeah, um, but good for them. Two fairly new brands. Two two van two two brands that have a very hot hand. These guys, um, and actually Moore's included. These guys are those three brands are fucking everywhere. So.
0: But the, Wait, one more thought on this. Yeah. If they did open their own spot, are they as good of brewers as they are as marketers? Because they're not um, actually. They're helping brew these beers, but could they actually take them from start to finish? I think... As, in, w- as well as District Brew Yards or Pilot Project does.
1: How much, how much brewing at Brew Yards or Pilot Project, how much brewing are those um, all proprietor breweries actually brewing? Right. And when it's time for them to have their own space... Uh, there is for sure going to be a gap, right? There's got to be. A, it's a different system. Because yeah. even remember we went to um pilot Pride. No, we went to. To yards. Uh, and they were saying, hey, we got one guy at this system and this other system. We bought is different, so that guy's stand and uh, yeah downtown. And we
0: had to like we practice and we, we had dumped, to get, yeah we yeah. dumped a few out.
1: So there's for sure going to be like a, uh, a a learning curve. Yeah. Not on to say on, they, on a different system. Not to say they can't
0: do it, but there's going to be challenges. Are they better? Marketer like beer enthusiasts of it all than they are actual the brewers of it but that's a because
1: you would think they um you would think on some level they had to bring recipes to everybody did right right? they all had to bring recipes to these places so on some level they're brewers yeah all of them
0: I'm not saying they're not just wondering is it as good at their own space versus these spaces
1: well yeah your space first. But I think ultimately though, yeah, if you it what would make sense for everybody is probably if you can have your relationship with your pilot projects, with your um brew yards, and then have you also have your own space. Yeah. Right? And then at your own space, you fucking can and distro your beers out of your space and then you remain a fixture at the other space if that's an option the, from a distance that seems like the ideal move that's what
0: Twiz and hippo and around the bend kind of wants to do they realized they I don't know want to be part of the community and that they can like I don't know make a little more money and the contract where we're told that district three yards doesn't uh, kick them out of there if they open their own space. So I think everybody's
1: free to just have their own space still.
0: And then people would come to District Breweryards because it's also another option to get. If Twisted Hippo opened back up over here in Irving and on the north side over here to support the community and everything like because that's where they live, that's what they want to do, uh, people in the West Loop aren't going to come up here.
1: No, it'd be a community to, play. Yeah, You build a brewery wherever you're Whatever you feel is your home. Right. Wherever you live, probably. So I don't know if Funky Town can
0: also do something like that, or they could do both at the same time.
1: Yeah. I feel like when you talk to the Moores guys, they want to set up shop in uh, in Bronzeville. Okay. I think they're Southside guys. But I think the, the Funky Town guys want to set up a little further west. They're not Southside guys. Okay. They're closer to like... Uh, United Center, Garfield Park—they're more like West Side guys. Okay, so they would rather be there, I think. That's what it sounds like. So we'll see. But
0: yeah, um, there's no. There's a lot of rambling and just more thoughts on the.
1: Well, the more, more you're
0: seeing, th- and this is continuing from like we said last week or the illuminated thing, it's about just being part of the community and that's what's making these brands succeed
1: yeah i was telling i was telling this funky town one of funky town guys and i forget they're all super cool but i I suck at names but i'm like yo you know my my kids by navy pier we go see fireworks all the time i'm drinking beers at navy pier and i'm asking the lady because i saw a funky town there so i'm like let me get that and I'm like, what beers are selling here? And she's like, dude, you, it's unreal how much fucking Funky Town we're selling. She's like, after Rev and Modelo over like a two-week period, Funky Town's coming in third. And I'm, I'm telling him that. And he's like, yeah, us being able to to uh, self-distro has been huge for us because we can, we can make relationships. Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. so that's something to think about, too, when they go, when you get your own space. You might want to just keep it to whatever the, I think it's like 6,000 barrels in Illinois. You might want to just keep it under that. And then you, you sell these beers and people, you know, versus uh, being lost in the chain of a of a, a, a major distributor. Right, because
0: not to, like you know, we talked about half acre, but in a sense, the half acre almost gets lost at this point because it's everywhere. And it's also like, well, I don't know, I can get a half acre beer, but then maybe I'll get this town because I haven't heard about it or it feels even more local.
1: It, it feels more local because it's not in the chain. Yeah. Yeah. It's weird, right? That's a weird. It's weird that we respond to it like that, but it's true, too. Right. Yeah, it's kind of like the Illuminated thing. Like, oh, shit, you guys are way the fuck Northwest. I never go there. Oh, I see you at a party. Oh, let me, that's the first thing I'm getting is, let me get that. Right. It feels more local when it's not in a chain. Interesting. Oh, whew.
0: <laughs> 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 We got nowhere and we got everywhere.
1: Um, <laughs> shout out to Bishi, man. I fell in there for a pint. Again? I didn't go. Remember, just... Remember they were fucking closed. We've been oh, talking yeah, yeah. about it. I'm like, I'm going in until they open. So I get there. No one's on the first floor. So they're fucking closed on the first floor. Everybody's upstairs. Okay. BC upstairs is different from downstairs. The whole vibe is brighter. It's all white. It's got a bunch of fake fern plants everywhere mm. and shit. I've only been upstairs. Okay. It's like a fucking. Um, well, I had
0: to be downstairs first.
1: You had but... yeah. <laughs> would <What>, you <laughs> go up the back? <laughs> <laughs> I've
0: been downstairs, but I. But you went
1: straight upstairs. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of feels like if you're at like a hotel bar, like in like on (gasps) islands or something. that's
0: true. And there's the doors are open because there's like a
1: patio or like Mm. a balcony. And there's tons of liqueurs from everywhere. Like an entire wall is all fucking liqueurs. It's very bizarre. Okay. Oh, so anyway, I get two beers, and I'm like, "Yo, I was here in the winter, and we heard Pipeworks was taking over." And he's like, "I didn't start in the winter. I started in April." But the same dude who brews at Pipeworks is also our head brewer.
0: Okay, so that confirmed. The so it's confirmed. confirmed. That was a weird, like, I didn't start the fire. The <laughs> fire there's <No>. a fire.
1: <laughs> I wasn't here. I, there wasn't no fire when I got here, but uh, there's a fire. There's still a fire. <laughs> there's still a fire. <laughs> so so what are these beers, man? Shit. All um, right, so
0: Pipeworks is brewing. The head brewer is the same head brewer.
1: It's the same head brewer for Pipeworks and Bishi. Yeah. So they only got four beers at uh, Bishi.
0: This yeah. is so. We talked about this when we heard about it happening, but it's so bizarre that Bishi exists
1: mm-hmm.
0: when it's not a brewery anymore. It's pipeworks. It's just. It's, I mean, it's
1: they have brewing equipment. It's know? the
0: equivalent of Second uh, Hidden Hands and Salamose. At this point, like you're the same person doing these beers. You are just testing things over here.
1: It's 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 a pilot program for Pipeworks, essentially. Yeah. Um, f- but for now they're still making what you would call like bishi inspired beers. Okay. To match with the food, they got so much food there, all this Asian food, right? Mm-hmm. Um. So, for example, the Kolsch is made with jasmine tea. The wit the wit beer is uh not a wit beer. It just looks like a wit beer, and then there's a, a double IPA.
0: Because these aren't beers that you would think of Pipeworks making. That is the, like, strange part of it.
1: Right. And then what kind of system they got? Because they only got four beers, man.
0: Well, it's only it's got to be there, like, one day a week, right? Yeah. Probably.
1: They're open Monday and then Wednesday to Saturday.
0: There's so many weird... Like, that's also weird. Like, why don't you just hire someone else? Like, there's not, like, a... a Person that wants to be an up and coming brewer. That's like I'm gonna take this over and be in charge of it.
1: I have no idea what's going on. Well, Bishi is the same crew that owns Llama uh, and Eagle that just closed. So Owen and Engine. That just oh, sorry, Laman. you're right. Owen and Engine, not ampersands. I get them confused. Yeah, Owen and Engine closed, but that's the same crew that owns Bishi. Right. So, um, this whole thing where another brewery comes in and takes over mm-hmm. your beer program, and you are a brewery. To your point, that's that's I've never heard it that out before. That's a little weird. Yeah, yeah it's a little weird. Um, but that's what's going on at the old, at the old Bishi.
0: So you just had beer, no burger? Uh,
1: no, I had some kind of pasta dish. Uh, okay. And then I had two beers, and then I got out of there. I just wanted to see what was going on with the beers. I do
0: want to make it there and you know, revisit this burger because it is basically the edge burger. Right. But I need to revisit it and try it again.
1: Yeah. You know.
0: So, damn, all right,
1: yeah. So, it made, made a few rounds, man. It was fun, it was fun to get around. I hadn't gotten around like that in a long time. Okay,
0: did so. you say afterthought? Oh, uh,
1: yeah, shout out to Afterthought, man. It's That's it. in uh, Lombard. Okay, yeah. So, um, you know, I'm I like Afterthought stuff. There's say signs, you know, okay, just say signs and you know, and non okay. Oh, but they got like six pages of beers, and then like all of them are fucking um. Gas drafts. No, oh. gas bottles. So I started with the Is Was because they brew at yeah. a, you know, okay. Begal. It was a t- cherry table beer. It was fine. It had a cool name, Bourgeois Dreams. It wasn't my favorite. So I'm like, well, let okay. me get a, a cherry beer from fucking Belgium. So I got one of those. Okay. And I noticed both times that, you know, he brought proper glassware out both times. And I was like, oh, shit. I love what you guys are doing. He's like, yeah, you know. The owners love uh European styles and they wanna inspire they're inspired by Belgium. So you go to Belgium, if they don't have the glass, because um too many people are drinking the beer, they won't sell you the beer. So every beer they have comes with the glassware from that brewery. So I I'm like, you know, I'm kinda here for this. So, you know, me as a as a fancy cup enthusiast, right? I'm kinda like, I will come back here just for this. I don't give a fuck where it is.
0: But afterthought is a brewery.
1: Afterthought is a brewery, so I don't drink anything from afterthought.
0: But it has, it's sort of like the lunar.
1: It's kind of like hop leaf.
0: But it's like the lunar where we have beer, but we also have lots of other beer. Yes. Everyone else. Yes. And you might want to drink them.
1: You might want to drink them. Well, <laughs> we might want to drink them at lunar because lunar beers are, they might, they might miss. The afterthought beers are good. Okay. It's not a direct parallel, but. So,
0: and afterthoughts it's, in Lombard, where are they close to Noon Whistle? It's got to be. It's
1: like, uh, I gotta be honest with you, man. I don't know where the fuck I was at. I was out, uh, it's you know, it's west. I want to say it's by like Lombard or Oak Brook or something. Yeah, okay. I feel like it's out there. I feel like I would say yes, right? But you know, you could be in the suburbs and you know, Downers Grove might be 15 miles away, true. You know, even though it's but all if it's west. over that
0: way, you got Moores, you got uh, Alter, you got new whistle got lunar <laughs>
1: the old lunar
0: yeah uh, and then you got there's another one in there, Oak, Oak park micro
1: no, no there's um uh I thought there was
0: one with a town name
1: uh Elmhurst Elmhurst, Elmhurst Hasbury. Okay. oh shout out to uh phase 3 their Elmhurst location opens tomorrow shit
0: okay they
1: took the uh they have a chef that worked at the churrasco room in uh Cindy's okay and um yeah they had a friends and family night um, I didn't. My invite got lost in the mail. Um, Mine too. But they open uh for to the public Friday. Okay. Yeah.
0: Do we need to drive out there? We need to do our a little road trip.
1: I mean, I I mean, you know, it's a lot closer than going to fucking uh, Lake Zurich.
0: Monday's a holiday. I wonder if they're open.
1: They are. Mm. I'd like to get I like to get to the bottom of the P three thing before Tuesday.
0: Well, maybe we'd road trip Monday.
1: I'm um, not against this. Okay. Uh, that works for me.
0: All right. Yeah. Uh, anything else? I think on the last episode we mentioned all these Oktoberfest events happening. There is the Brewer's Triangle one happening. There is uh, sketchbooks coming up.
1: Uh, spiteful.
0: Spiteful.
1: Uh, Metro and Ravinia.
0: Right, and then Goose Island 312
1: day. Who, I never know any of these fucking bands. Do you?
0: No. And not that I think anything's going to happen to Goose Island, but if you're even on the fence, I would go because of the state of the industry. It feels like it's scaling back on a whole. Oh, for sure. So I think you should go, if you haven't been to 312 Day, you should definitely go this year. Um, Because... Not that I don't think it'll happen next year, because it probably will happen next year, but you never know what could happen with the state of the industry, and you should go and enjoy these events. It's sort of like the anytime Half Acre does a party, it's like the Big North, I missed that one that was on the beach. I could have went to that
1: yeah. and I didn't go. Yeah, and that was the only one.
0: That was the only one, yeah. and I was like, why?
1: Why? Yeah, why, what were you doing that you couldn't Why know? did I miss that? And I hear people talk about that as the best party of all time.
0: So if you have the chance to go to any of these events, I think at the moment, especially in the beer world, you should treat them as, uh, like, these might not be here. And you could be, like, in a moment where it's like, all right, this, like, really cool street festival may be different next year.
1: Yeah, the fact that it's free. And, um, yeah, I don't think Goose is going to close or anything. But, shit, their parent company is scaling back. So it might look different next year. It might not happen next year. <laughs> Let's right. be honest. It could just be like they, <laughs> it might have, not fucking they happen. have the other spaces.
0: They could just be like scale, garage scale it. The West Loop could be built up in a year, even more yeah. so than it is now. And it just might be like the city might be like, "No, nah, we're not letting you shut down those streets."
1: Yeah, for as much shit as we give Goose, that's a that's an excellent party. Yeah. They blow it out with all the BCS. Shit. They blow it out with just about every beer and, they make.
0: And last year we went. The BCS line, you could go through so fast. You're just like, here's my token, pick it up, and walk out. To
1: be honest with you, man, I'd rather go to 312 day than go to prop day. Prop day is usually, you know, gross and cold. You know, a bunch of fucking assholes everywhere. You know, there's a fire and a garbage can to keep warm. Now you smell like smoked meat. You know?
0: (laughs) Stay in the fenced area. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> I think I, I I like I've been to both and I think I like block party more than I like prop day. Uh,
0: yeah, so go to that. It's coming up uh, later in September, and I just think, to, like, don't miss it this year.
1: I think you're onto something. I know it's tough to get out the house, but you, I don't think you'd regret that one. I regret that's a, I feel
0: like there's just there's like something in the air that's like take advantage of like all these opportunities you have right now.
1: No, it's real shit. And then you know, Goose is um, a 30 year old brewery. 35 maybe even 36 now. It's the oldest brewery in Chicago and they have a vault of beers that that's compares 80, to nobody else.
0: They're probably the 88 crew. Class of 88. That's a, uh, And we're
1: in 2023, right? So that's 35, right? 35 years. Um yeah. It's a good chance to just kind of celebrate um the modern brewery grandfathers. These are these are this is these are the grand this is the granddaddy of them all right here. <laughs> yeah. This is Goose. So, there, yeah, they're the oldest brewery in town, and they throw a very cool party, and it's a free party, and all the beers are relatively affordable when you go, so.
0: I believe they're all five bucks, right? See? Just, yeah. you get different sizes depending on the five dollars, which, I think that five dollars is a good price because you're like, well, I'll have four beers, here's 20 bucks. It might be more now, but that feels like the good price where you're like, okay, they could probably go like... Dollar or six dollars.
1: Yeah, we should go. We will go. We will. Pff, fucking a. All
0: right, that's gonna do it for this week's episode. Nick, where can people find you? Get in touch. Hey man, when we're not on the moon.
1: I'm on Twitter <laughs> at Nicosio. Man, these cans look good, man.
0: Uh, Twitter B-Rad, Chicago Beer Pass everywhere. Chicago Beer Pass, and we'll be back next week. We are actually going to uh, do our showdown of. Old Fitzgerald Bourbon County with VSOJ.
1: Right. Two year two year um barley wine versus two year barley wine.
0: Right. Yeah. Uh and this is on the heel or not the heels on the uh, I don't know. Black Friday is will be about a month away at yeah. that point.
1: Yeah. That's wow, we've been missing on this for like damn near a year. It's
0: finally gonna leave the backdrop for anyone that watches the it's YouTube pretty.
1: video. It is pretty.
0: Well, we can always just leave the, the box and the bottle in there I'm sure
1: we can find another one if we want oh yeah I mean this it's cute. Cu- <laughs> <laughs> all right that'll
0: do it take care
1: cheers